Today's conversation is an interview with none other than a fabulous real estate rock star in Long Beach, California, Gia Silva. This is a conversation from rookie to rock star, no matter where you're at in your business, in terms of deploying not only video marketing, but just upping your marketing game completely. Gia, thank you so much for agreeing to talk to us on This Week in Marketing. We're stoked to have you. Um, and first and foremost, just tell everybody who you are, where you do business, and kind of give them a gist of your business. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jason. No, really happy to be on, really happy to share everything I can to help you grow your business, expand your business. Uh, I'm Gia Silva. I am in Long Beach, California. You can see a big map right behind me in Long Beach. Uh, actually, my office is not very far from the beach. It's only about two blocks from the beach. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, I've been here for about 19 years in uh, in real estate now. Okay, I love that. And tell us about your team. Is it just you? Are you running a solo operation? Or is there a team around you? What does that look like these days? So I'm creating a SEAL team, as Tom, for, Tom would say, right? As Tom Frey would say, I am a lead listing agent. I had, um, I had one buyer's agent. I just brought in two more, like brand new, just brought them in. And then I have a support team. I have a marketing coordinator and operations together and then a listing coordinator full time. Okay. Awesome. I love that. I think this is going to be such an applicable interview for so many people, no matter whether they're running a mega team or solo or aspirationally starting a team or a seal team. I just, I can't wait for this. So I've been following you on Instagram and social and watching your video game, just really elevate here just kind of for starting us off in this interview, how are you leveraging video as part of your marketing mix? Uh, and what is it doing for your business? Oh my goodness. So first of all, I resisted video for a long time also, right? I really did. And then I just had to do it really. I had to just put it out there and start doing it. And then just shortly after starting to put video, just as say like, just to keep in touch with someone, to keep in touch with with the homeowner, right? Yeah. I would send a video and I would see the difference in response, the difference mm -hmm. in response um, compared to an email or compared to even a phone call sometimes. And I realized that even layering the video on that in communication with someone was just so powerful. So I'm like, okay, let's just add this to our marketing as well, right? To everything we do in yeah. marketing. So one of the things that I um, remember Tom mentioning just a few years ago was start the one CMA a day, right? The comparative market analysis. And it was right. very much like send a letter to them and then follow up. Well, I'm yeah. like, why don't we do video? <laughs> so why not? we actually created something where now they get something on in, in an email, but it's actually a video, a bomb bomb video with now tracks it, right? Huh. So now... Yeah tracking how someone is opening the video, how they're mm. engaging, and then right below is the whole entire comparative uh, market analysis, the CMA. That okay, has been that. super powerful. So okay. that's one of the things that we started implementing just late last year, and we've seen a big difference just with that. All um, right, so that's fascinating. So like, typically, just to be candid, I ask most people how they're doing video, and the obvious answer is, oh, I make social media videos, which I know that you do, but I love hearing that you're making video on an operational level in terms yes. of how you work with your clients or your past clients in a more direct way. That's Correct. I love that. Yeah. And then I, mean, I we're, we're also video like, first. We call ourselves a video first company, right? Uh, so everything that we do has to have some type of video in it. <laughs> That's <laughs> you've come a long way. This is the thing I've noticed too about when agents like they resist video, they don't want to make video. They're like, I don't want to be on camera, and then eventually they realize. 
There's no marketing format quite like video. It is the most compelling format there is. And before you know it, they're like you, where they're just 100% video focused because yes. it's a great marketing format. I mean, I, I think Absolutely. a lot as an as a trainer, I'm like, why do I talk so much about video when I talk to agents? I mean, at the end of the day, we're selling real estate, right? But then you yeah. start realizing, well, we're marketing a small business. And when you think about marketing channels that are available to you, video becomes an absolute shoo-in of a marketing channel. There's nothing like it. And so yeah. I love the CMA a day. What else, in what other ways are y'all leveraging video in your business? Just kind of, maybe not everything, but what comes to mind? A couple of things that I can mention that I can share with you guys is that we do a lot of social, right? Yeah. And we kind of combine the social on, on Instagram. We combine it with, um, so a little bit of inspirational. So I kind of have like three categories. I have inspirational, I have amusing, like funny, right? And then informational, valuable. So, and that's more of like my personal brand in combination with the team brand. But I noticed what we found is that when we started doing that, automatically when people don't know you they're gonna see that and they're gonna find this like they like you oh they start watching you and following you and then they like you and then they see that you actually are selling real estate right and you're running a business and it just becomes really organic so we've been able to put out all these videos on social mostly reels 60 seconds nice. to 90 second yeah. reels right What's awesome is that now we're able to recycle them and use them in like our Inti Loop, which is our e-newsletter that we send every single week, right, to our database. And so now that has the reels that takes right. them to the social page, right? So now we're, re we're just recycling everything that we're doing. That has worked really well, Jason. That's super efficient. You know, I think a lot of yeah. agents and just people in general are putting effort into making videos. And it's all they can do just to get it on Instagram, for instance. But then what about all the other places? Exactly. Why can't we repurpose the content and get, I call it content mileage. And I love hearing that you're doing that. Talk to us about some of the actual, so you're making videos for social, you're repurposing them on email and elsewhere. What is some of the content about? Like give us kind of a feel for your repertoire. Of so, okay. So one of the things I was, I got really excited about earlier this year is I'm a runner. Like I'm an avid runner. I run all the time. I'm an ultra marathoner. I do like trails and stuff. So right. I always wanted to show Long Beach. Like I want to show Long Beach because we have a lot of people moving into Long Beach, right? Um, it's one of the most, well, it's actually the most affordable beach city right now in like LA and Orange County. So nice. And it has 78 unique neighborhoods. So how do you put that out there when people, when you hear Long Beach, they only think about just certain things, right? Including like Snoop Dogg, like that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how else? Um, so I thought to myself, well, I love running. So I might as well just show every single neighborhood of Long Beach while I'm running. And I can oh, show okay. little gems. I can show, you know, um, just interesting things about Long Beach. And so I started Get Localized. And Get Localized uh, is now on the 15th episode, I believe. And okay, so, got, neighborhood so far, right? <laughs> so 15 out of 70, you said 78 total 78, neighborhoods? So yeah, out of 78, exactly, exactly. So we started that and uh, it's just, it's it's so awesome because now the businesses in the areas that we go to, right, are now also reposting, oh, yeah. sharing, right? And it's it doesn't cost them anything. It's free marketing for them. Absolutely. So there's so many things about this I love. Are you shooting it yourself or is there a videographer who follows you around? How is it being? I have a videographer, deployed? yes. 
How do they feel about running? So they don't run. This is hilarious. So I'm actually going to do a video about this, Jason, because everyone asks him, do you like run after Gia? And he just laughs and he's like, no, I don't. He's like, I'm on a mono wheel or something like that. Yeah, right. You know, and then we just do like a run and then he gets the take and then we do another take and so forth. So yeah, no, it works out really well. Not to get overly detailed on the wrong detail. Like how long does it take to shoot an episode? Okay, that's a great question. So I shoot every Wednesday. That's my shooting day. If I can share absolutely like any recommendation, suggestion for any agent out there who's going to start video is always pick a day to shoot video, mm. right? So I shoot every Wednesday and we start at about 10 a.m. and we stop at about 3, 3.30. Like every Wednesday is our video day. And, uh, and we know that in that day, we're going to get anywhere from three to five reels right? Whether they are valuable informational reels, uh, amusing ones, inspirational ones. We usually get one long video that goes onto YouTube, right? Like usually this one's informational and then we do one get localized. So that all happens in one Wednesday. And then when you shoot, just, I'm going to go into, I'm a detail oriented person sometimes. Uh, but when you shoot on a Wednesday, are you always in the field or do you start in like a studio and then you go out and do get localized? Is there any kind of like a format that you start in the office? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I love that. So why I'm, why I'm talking details with you, I wrote down the question because I was watching your videos on Instagram and you've got a broad mix of content. Uh, like you were saying, some of it's funny, some of it's Mm -hmm. informative, some of it's very local focused. And I want to come back to get localized. I do have some follow-up questions there, but I'm just thinking about your video operation. I mean, you're somebody who wasn't all in on video and now you're completely in on video. So talk to us about like, how have you operationalized that in terms of studio, contractors, videographers, all the stuff that goes in, the people and stuff around you, just give us some context for what that looks like. So, you know, when when you're searching for that right marriage with the videographer, that's what I like to call it, (laughs) right? So when you're when you're really searching for that, it's important to find someone not just creative, right, um, but also someone who's also kind of running a business and is organized. Yeah. And that's tough to find. You definitely mm-hmm. have to dig for someone to to find someone who's going to be like you know on your wavelength, right? Um, wow. What I've also found is that there's no way that you're going to be able to have. Uh, someone else who doesn't practice in real estate in the everyday practice that can tell you what to shoot, right? Mm. Like the actual content, they can be, they can give you some ideas and be creative with you, but there's no way they're going to be able to like translate that onto a video. So I've gone through a few videographers and now the one I have, it's, it's, it's just excellent. We work so well together because he is creative right? And, and I bring my ideas, but then he's also very organized. So we work on Excel sheets with when the date of distribution, when we're shooting the type of video, even to the, 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 the title and the thumbnail, like that is all in an Excel sheet. <laughs> so I, that's I'm, I'm like my, I'm like, yes, inside of my brain right now. Yes. Um, you speak sage wisdom. You just said something that really like, I was like, she's spot on. Um, I mean, everything you've said has been spot on, but you talked about how um, you can't expect this person, no matter how creative they are, unless they practice real estate, they cannot from them emanate an experience they don't have in terms of sourcing content. You speak like you've had experience. Was there a point in your past where you hired a videographer and expected that person to tell you what content to make? 
Yes. Um, I, I would build some of the content, but I would be hoping that they could be like, give me more, right? I'm like, all right, what about you? Like, you give me more. And they would throw ideas, but I'm like, no, that's not how it works. And then I realized, like, you're really the only one who's practicing real estate every day. So you know the objections, you know the issues, you know the questions, right? You know what content to create just based on that, based on practicing. Um, yeah. So I, I, I found that, okay, now I just need someone who who's going to help me be a good director, right? So if I say something in a video, he can he or she can ask me more questions, right? So that I can get more uh, out of that video. Um, and so, yeah, now, now I'm like super fortunate to have found uh, the videographer I have. Yeah, so I mean, I think so many agents out there are probably going to listen to that statement and think, oh, she's right. That's definitely true. <laughs> because there are so many people who are like, aren't they, they're the content creator, aren't they supposed to tell me what? No, they're not yeah. a licensed practicing agent and they lack right. the experience to be able to demonstrate the knowledge. It's just not, yes. it's, I could I could really harbor there for a long time because it's a really big point. I wanna go into more of the, the Google sheet and the distribution and the thumbnail because another thing I've seen in a lot of mishires for videographers mm -hmm. is there's a difference between what I would call a cinematographer and okay. a content creator, somebody yes. who understands social media, who understands, hey, the hook at the beginning, it's gotta be vertical versus somebody who just understands the art of filmmaking. Can you talk, I'm putting you on the spot, but can you talk a little bit yes. about what you're looking for in terms of a professional, if you're gonna hire a videographer who understands the game of social media and what is the actual intended use of this content? Yeah, I mean, I just like you would hire anybody right for your team you got to take the time to know how they work right like mm -hmm. their personality style also right their working style um but also knowing what they do in social right like what they do in terms of their own marketing because yeah. that'll give you that'll give you a template that'll give you like an idea of how they work so when i was looking for a videographer i spent a lot of time looking at their social platforms right and mm -hmm. the way that they do business because now I know, oh, it's not only that they're putting out their work, they're also teaching, right? So my videographer actually teaches. So if you go to his TikTok or you go to his Instagram, he's putting out there to show other videographers what to do. Or he's Mine putting too. things, right? Isn't that amazing? Like that, yeah. then that tells me, okay, no, he is also running a business. So he's also looking at what catches people right the thumbnails the videos the content the first few seconds of a video so once i saw that and then i saw like his proof of his own results i'm like yeah this this is the person yeah that's a magic difference and i think there's a lot of i think there's a lot of agents team leaders out there who are like their expectations are misset because they think this person's going to feed them content that's a powerful point you made and the second thing is i think there's a lot of people who are working with videographers but there's a mixed match skill set in terms of they are videographers, but they're not social media content creators per se. And you got to be clear on what am I actually building here and do the skills align with what I'm building? Because otherwise it falls onto you to yes. try to become the director, which is the opposite of what you said. This person is to be the director and yes. you're the the talent basically. So I'm super good advice. <laughs> you're, no, you're the talent. You're the talent. I swear you are. Yes. But uh, see, by my videographer, I've been called the subject when he's doing his videos to teach, right? <laughs> I mean, well, I suppose it depends on the context, but whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think you're very talented. I've watched your videos. Uh, Thank you. I want to ask you a couple of questions about the operational, then I want to go back to get localized. But first, uh, what should an agent who's thinking about endeavoring into 
all things video, what kind of a time frame are we talking about to see success or results? So this is really interesting to me. I'm so happy, I'm so glad you asked me this question. Um, this is really interesting to me because, so we're not patient. Agents are not patient, right? We just kind of like most of us are not patient. We just want to see the results like right well, away. Well, you're your top producers. Right. So we're like, what we want it? it now, right? We, yeah. we, we don't want to delay gratification. We want it right now. Uh, right. So I noticed, and, and I even had this too, where I would do something and I would expect results or, or expect that something would correlate directly with something else I'm putting out. And that's just not the case. You got to give it the test of time, right? You, just like anything else that you're trying out, I always say you have to try it out for eight months, at least eight months. I always go there, eight months, eight months. But also you have to be really intentional about what you're putting out, right? Because right. if you are just putting out anything if you're going out there to TikTok and instagram and looking at what other agents are doing and you're just r and d that copying that as well well you're you're not being intentional with who your audience is right with who it is that you're going at who it is that you're servicing who is it that's going to be watching your videos so because there are so many like shiny pennies all everywhere shiny little objects we tend to do that without just sticking with one thing and then just going deeper and deeper and deeper. But again, being you know really intentional. I think it's, again, that's another really profound point. Somebody who speaks from true experience. So is that a mistake you see a lot? Agents a lot. not really defining your audience? Tell me more a about lot. that. Yeah, a lot. They, they have no idea who it is. So they just, you know, they just throw out content, right? So they're like spraying. Right. They're like spray, spray, yeah. spray. And then then I'm going to pray that I'm getting business or someone sees it. Um, I see that a whole lot. And then I see them trying not really being themselves. Right. Mm. Like be organic, be who you are, because that's really how you're going to attract people. And then you're going to attract the people that you want to work with and that want to work with you. Um, yeah. So I, I would say that that is one of the biggest mistakes I've seen. Like I know a lot of agents and then they're, they are one in video, but they are different in person. And so you don't know, right? It's like be yourself. Yeah. And I, I see sometimes, and I think I know why, but you know, sometimes social media with shifting algorithms and new platforms constantly emerging, um, a lot of people are confused about strategically, yeah. how am I supposed to leverage this platform effectively? And so they go looking to just kind of, oh, well, that worked for that person, therefore it works for me too. And I'm a major proponent of rip off and duplicate. Yes. But I'll be honest, only because people can't actually rip off and duplicate without making it their own on some level. And that's where the magic is, is when you make something your own and you evolve it into something new. Um, but I see a lot of agents, and this is just me being a little, a little nitpicky, a little negative possibly, but Sometimes I think we look at video and social media like it's a slot machine and we don't really know how it works. We just keep pulling the lever, hoping that it's going to be 777 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, in reality, you got to think through, like you said, who is my audience? Yeah. Who am I building this for? What is the what is the information that I feel is important to share with my past clients, my sphere and the people who follow me? And if you lean into that, you're going to really attract a lot of people who subscribe to your thought leadership and you're going to really start seeing results. So exactly. I'm just... I'm glad you went there because <laughs> I think that knowing who you're making video for and just having like their picture on the dash of the car, so to speak, and being reminded of who this is for is hypercritical to realizing success because you can't just quote unquote mail it in, so to speak. You've got to actually give yourself to it to get the results. Absolutely. So, so speaking of results, let's go back to get, let's go back to uh, get localized. 
Um, you said now when you start to run, it's like they know you're there and the businesses see you. Talk to me more because I'm trying to figure out how I want to articulate the question, but several years ago, when video started becoming really popular amongst agents, there were a lot of agents who would do basically like the Food Network shows where they would go in and interview local businesses and they tour it and it was almost like a Food Network show or something like that. Yeah. And then that content kind of ran its course, especially during the pandemic and everything, people stopped doing those things. But most of the content you see now is typically either listings or talking head content, which I, I'm fine with, but you're one of the few who have re-embraced localized content. In fact, I just had to do, um, I did the top 22 vertical videos of 2022 for our summit, our success summit here recently. Yeah. And one of the videos, you were one of the featured videos for what we call local spotlights. Can I share with you, your videos were incredible, but it was difficult to find others doing it because most agents have let that go. I'd love for you to share with anybody watching, like why is it important to embrace once again, being the advocate for your community as far as your video content goes? Exactly. Yeah. And it, I am so like Long Beach Central, right? I My office is here. Sometimes I can walk to my office because I live a couple blocks down as well. Um, so I'm always trying to be out in the community. Yeah. I remember Tom saying, be the mayor of your town, right? Yeah. So that that's so important. That is just like so separate from business. People just need to know that you are involved in your community and that you're giving mm -hmm. back and that you're also, you know, helping small businesses around the community. So when we started get localized, it was literally for that. It was like, I want to be out there as someone who knows Long Beach, who's going to share things about Long Beach, but also who's going to be supporting the small businesses, right? And, and the businesses that people may not know uh, around Long Beach. Um, so do you, find yeah. do you find yourself getting local followers? I do a lot. So here's a, here's a great story. You'd love this. So when I mention layering, it's because we do a lot of calls. I never stop calling. I'm calling all the time. So I do calls. I also door knock, right? And then I do these get localized videos. I do the CMA a day videos. Well, in my neighborhood, I was the, I just purchased this new property and we're doing an ice cream social. And this is just more of the community it has nothing to do with my company. So all these neighborhoods in Long Beach do an ice cream social in June. And uh, we went around, I went around door knocking, inviting my whole entire neighborhood because I was putting the ice cream social together. A lady opens the door and she looks at me and I'm like, hi, I'm your new neighbor. Didn't say anything about real estate, nothing about, you know, I, I'm a realtor, nothing. She calls her husband. She's like, honey, come here. And her husband goes to the door and goes, get localized. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, I was like, that's so powerful. I, I love those kinds of stories because... I think a lot of people get lost when they're making videos on social media because they see, oh, so-and-so's getting hundreds of thousands of likes on, on this platform or that platform, and it's not working for me. And you're getting great performance on your videos, but I would encourage anybody who's making video, the reality is you're being seen more than you know, and it's having a greater impact more than you know, and yes. it's impacting your community. And it's not just about vanity metrics, like hearts and likes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I understand how the algorithms function and I know that you need those signals to give the algorithm the juice it needs to distribute your content across all the platforms as far as possible. I get the mechanics of it, but I also get the heartbeat of it. The reality is you're showing love to your community and they're going to reciprocate and it's building influence, it's building familiarity, it's building your brand locally. And, and I, I love that because we get way too lost in the vanity metrics and I would also say just from a tactical standpoint, 
the fact that you're making content that's designed for locals tells Instagram or whatever social platform it is, hey, this content, people who are interested in these areas should be a factor. And just a trend for anybody watching is Instagram, they're trying to keep up with um, with uh, Snapchat right now, with Snapchat's places. And so Instagram is actually deploying a lot of local discovery features and they're integrating businesses. In fact, they've got to deal with Apple Maps and Yelp, feeding business listings. They're trying to be way more hyper-local. And so interests determine a lot of what content gets suggested. I'm kind of just meandering here at this point, but the fact that you're making local content is actually priming the algorithm to show you to people who care about your local market. Exactly. And so I think you're really on to something with this big time. Thank you. All right. Thank you. One more I'm thing excited I've done. I'm super excited about it. I'm, I'm part of Long Beach Running Club and every time and I, we meet every Sunday and every time I go there, I'm walking up and they're like, get localized. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. This is awesome. I also love that it's not like some alter ego where I'm famous on social media, but it's actually having legitimate impact and influence in your local marketplace. Yes. It's like any yes. other form of marketing, which kind of spills into my last question, because I know you diversify your marketing mix. I know it's yes. not just video. It's all the things you talked about. And you've talked about this word layering. Can you kind of expand on layering and how it all works together just to create kind of your brand under the dome of, of, of Long Beach? Yeah, um, the layering part is everything, right? It's like it's the the circle dialing when we have a new listing. It's the newsletters that we send out with the videos attached to it. It's the postcards that we're mailing every single month as well, right? So everybody has is seeing kind of everything. That's what I mean by layering. So not only are we making yeah. the calls, but then we're also door knocking, right? And then we're also making the videos, and then we're also sending the newsletters, and so and 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 it just is just bound to have people recognize us, right? Recognize us as a team, yeah. as someone. And they reinforce each other because everything yeah. like feeds the next thing. And then it's like, it just all yeah. reinforces the brand, like four strands of rope, so to speak, make it stronger. So yeah. I just, I love it. All right. I'm going to give you one random question, just kind of an open mic on what everything is relevant. Um, just for the agent who's watching now, What's something you're paying attention to, whether it's video or marketing or whatever it is that you think is just, this is good advice from my experience to them. And then we'll wrap up today. I would say spend a lot of times on really short videos. I used to spend a lot of time in making the longer videos. Reels are just the way to go. The shorter mm -hmm. the video, the better. People don't have like, you know, their attention span, right? Is like, it's true. It's right. true because so, if I could double down, oh, sorry, keep going. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to double down on your point. So speaking of other types of videos, so I said a second ago, like these hyper-local videos, I've seen a lot of people not making them as often and I, they're coming back and you're bringing them back, but they're coming back in a vertical video format, a reels yeah. style format. And another format is vlogging. So yeah. vlogging is really popular several years, years ago. And now, unless you're already a famous vlogger, Vlogging is what you do to tank your to tank your page from performance because people aren't going to watch it. It's too long. Yeah. It's too boring. Except I'm seeing a lot of vertical vlogging where it's short form videos and they're absolutely tearing it up. So I just think your point about bite size, short form content, all these other things we used to do with video that were hinged on long form content, they're like new again in the yeah. context of short form video. And so that's great, great advice. Okay, yeah. Gia. Where can folks connect with you online if they want to learn more about what you do and kind of follow you and so forth? 
uh, they can find me over on social. I always say, look for me on Instagram. I'm gsilva.lb. That's my handle. That's my Instagram handle. I also have a YouTube, gsilva. Um, and then my my company one in, on Instagram is inti realty, uh, inti realty. And uh, and another thing that we're actually just putting out, Jason, because again with yeah. video, there's a lot of opportunities. We just had our success summit, right? So yeah. not only are we able to service people and help people here, I'm in Long Beach, right, and the surrounding areas, but we're able to help everyone globally, right? Absolutely. Bingo. I was at Summit. I had brought my videographer, and we're like, we are. We have these amazing agents here. We can all network and work with each other. So let's open up and let's create get globalized. So get oh. globalized. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So we we actually did a lot of videos at Summit with different uh, agents from all around the world, and they're going to start coming out soon. That's a brilliant idea what wow and the world of naming I mean, the world of naming products get localized get globalized that's just good stuff right there i'm like applause Thanks, thank you thank you yeah it, it's been right. fun we did it as we we had our take at summit and we were it was just it was a lot of fun I can't wait to keep watching. And I know everybody else who's watching this interview is like, I'm going to go watch more Gia Silva videos. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, your experience, you. your insight. I'm grateful for it. So until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.